0: Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different podcast where we discuss black moms navigating work and motherhood. Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different Podcast. This is Brenda Miller, your host, and I'm so excited to join you guys again for another week of the podcast. Have a great episode planned for you guys today. I'm really excited because I am able to find joy in the midst of chaos. My house is a mess because my son just takes everything everywhere and I feel like I'm cleaning up after him. All the time. It's ridiculous. Some days he wants to sleep. Some days he doesn't. It's driving me wild. But yet I'm finding joy because I get to, uh, I have a job, I can work and I also get to do moms hustle different. I get to interview wonderful moms who are doing awesome things and able to share their stories with you. So I am super, super excited for another episode. This week we have Jessica Gordon and I'm going to introduce her in a moment, but I just want you all to know that in whatever phase of motherhood that you're in, you are doing well. You are awesome, you are amazing, and you (laughs) are a rock star. So I just want you to know that, and I want you to really take that to heart. And I know that you'll get some gems from this interview. So without further ado, let me introduce Jessica. Jessica Gordon is a wife, mom of two boys, ages one and two and a stepmom of a 10-year-old boy. She's a two-time graduate of the University of North Carolina in Charlotte. She holds a BA in middle grades education and a master's of education in instructional technology. She's a licensed real estate agent in North Carolina and South Carolina, and she is also the creator of the Liquid Gold Mama blog. She recently finds peace in bike rides on Peloton and loves reading new books. Welcome, Jessica, to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you.
1: Thank you so much, Brenda. I am so excited to be here, so excited to share with other moms.
0: Awesome. So our first segment, as you know, is called Brag on Your Baby, and it's just a time where we can just say something awesome about our kids, what they have going on, something that we're proud of. So I'd love if you could Tell us a little bit more about your babies and brag on your babies for
1: me. Yes. Thank you again for having me. Um, Wow. There's so much to say about my little people. So I have a one-year-old who is actually 15 months and his name is Cairo. And right now Cairo is finding his little voice. And so for me, um, being home with them for the two weeks over the holiday Um, Although it's 2021 right now while we're recording this, when we were home for the holiday, it was just so fun. um, Him being able to say yes and no and dad. And so with my one-year-old, that's what I'm really enjoying. I have tried to put him on the potty, but that's not working out. I also have a two-year-old and his name is Kyan. And Kyan is my busy, busy bee. Um, Extremely intelligent, um, very observant. So like, for me, he is truly his dad's child because I am, well, he's both of us because I'm the talker. So like he talks to everybody, but then he's also watching the room. And so that's something he got from his dad. And so I just love watching him and his curiosity. I also am a bonus mom. And so my 10 year old right now is navigating virtual school. And he finally said, I do kind of miss school because he's been loving being at home. And so I was shocked to hear him say that recently where he's like, you know, maybe it wasn't so bad (laughs) being with my friends and not being at home every day. Uh, But boy, mom to the heart and true and true. And I could talk about them all day. So I'm gonna stop right there.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love being a boy mom myself. It's uh, it's such a joy raising young men um, and it's a joy seeing them grow up. So I appreciate you sharing a little bit more about your young men. Um, yes. So how we um, start the podcast is just asking you what, um, like, where were you in your career when you became a mom?
1: Mm, I love it. Um, puts me in reflection. So, I um, first of all, I was a classroom teacher for seven years. And so, prior, well, no, 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 I was a classroom teacher for seven years. And then I moved into central office because I had gotten my master's degree in instructional technology. So, I was traveling around from school to school and then got pregnant, got married. And I was actually, when I was pregnant, I actually had just moved into a management position. And so although education, people don't think of it as corporate America, it was a very challenging time for me. And I took the position not knowing I was pregnant. And then once I found out I was pregnant, I was like, oh my goodness, like, was this the right idea? Like, they need so much from me. I'm managing other people. So it was just very demanding. And it made me question, like, am I doing the right thing when I I feel that I need to be home? And so um, we did stay home. I did stay home for 12 weeks. So I thought about doing six, but I chose to do 12 the first time. You know, my kids are very close back to back. So sometimes I get their stories mixed up of where I was <laughs> in my career. But I went back. Um, Twelve weeks with Cayenne, and then I went back at eight weeks with Cairo, which is the one-year-old, and it was it was just a lot. Like it 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 took a lot of strength um, within our family to make things work because no one can really prepare you for dropping your kid off at daycare the very first time. It's overwhelming. And then if they're sick, you're like, oh my goodness, like, how can I take off? But how can I not be with them? I constantly felt in a state of tug of war. Yeah, Um, yeah, but, but uh, I'm learning to manage that now. I think COVID helped me a lot to be able to be at home with them. But yeah, it was 2018 when my son was born. So, you know, like I mentioned, he's two, um, but it definitely changed my whole life. And I still managed to work and be successful and even got another promotion after my first child. But there was never, I can't say that there was ever a moment where I felt completely comfortable with dropping my babies off and then possibly having to work until 6 p.m. at night. Um as a mom it's just that mom guilt you you learn to balance it I'll say that you you have to learn to balance it
0: yeah that mom guilt um it could be real um really trying to uh you have your own aspirations and the things that you want to do and your own things going on in your career and you're like okay, but also this little person that I love that I want to see that I want to know what they're doing and all that type of stuff. So I can definitely, um, understand where you're coming from.
1: Yeah, it was just a lot. I, I don't know. I, 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 when I talk to other moms, I just share, you know, I tell them very easily to remove the mom guilt. Um, I tell them to, Give yourself grace. Like um, on my social media profile, it states encouraging moms to give themselves grace because no one prepares you. No one prepares you for having a newborn, coming home from the hospital and caring for a newborn that doesn't sleep through the night. You're sleep deprived. If you're nursing, you you're nursing around the clock, it's not just about that you can feed the baby no one can prepare you for that even if you read a book even if you read an article even if mom comes and stays it is still overwhelming and so I just constantly encourage moms to give themselves grace because even if you're doing your best you still feel like there's more to do and that cycle can drive you crazy and so I just always give yourself grace always moms give yourself grace
0: most definitely it's it's needed, believe me, it's definitely needed. So I hope everybody is hearing that out there. So you said that your kids are so close together, but even in between having them, you got a promotion. Like, how did that go when you got pregnant <laughs> with your second child? Like, how much more were you like, oh shoot, what is happening? Like <laughs> you're happy, but at the same time, you're like,
1: ooh, okay. Yes. Um, I probably I'm a perfectionist, and that is not something that I encourage whatsoever. Um, But I will say, um, my husband was a great uh, support for me, and for me being able to, you know, do the things that I want to do. Where, you know, it it had been my 11th year in education, and he knew how dedicated I was to it. So we would. We would balance and we would have to talk to each other and work out schedules like, okay, I got to work late this day. I got to be at a career fair this day. You know, just certain times where he his support is what allowed me to be able to be present and be able to network and do the things that I needed to do to enhance my career. Um, And I got to be honest, when I got pregnant with my second son, I was in denial and. I didn't know that I was pregnant. I didn't find out that I was pregnant until 17 weeks. (laughs) That's a long time. Yes, yes, yes. So I'll be, I I thought, I was like, I went to the doctor and I was like, I got a cyst. Like something's wrong. Y'all need to figure it out. Like do ultrasound. Like I'm talking cash junk at the doctor's office because I'm like something's wrong with me I'm not pregnant I know I'm not pregnant like I would know if I was pregnant and sure enough my doctor she's like can we get some urine I'm like no girl for what I told you you need to do an ultrasound it's a cyst something's wrong and so (laughs) (laughs) I um Went on and gave them a urine sample, and she came in the room and she was like, Jessica, you're pregnant. I mean, we were outdone. My husband was out of town. I remember like it was yesterday. So I say all that to say I got the promotion because people probably thought, well, she's not going to have another baby this soon. <laughs> <'Cause> I, <laughs> I technically got pregnant when my first son was seven months old. Um, so I don't think anybody was expecting it because he's so little. I mean, I wasn't expecting it either, clearly in denial for almost four months. So during that time of getting back to work, I think I, um, I give it my all. I like to give things my all and I do end up sometimes burned out. And so as I do talk to moms, I did end up, um, you know, just working, 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 spinning my wheels, trying to do everything with the babies, trying to be a good wife. And, I just got burned out. Like (laughs) I got burned out. That's just the truth of it. And so it's just important to try to find a balance and just know that if your cup is not full, there's nothing for you to give to other people. Um, But yeah, just, I I was just going too hard, Brenda. That's just the fact of it.
0: (laughs) So when you were feeling burnt out, like what did you do to feel better or to get your life back where you wanted it to be?
1: Yeah, um, I did a lot of journaling and I also went back to therapy. So I highly recommend therapy. Uh, You don't have to. I know that in our community, sometimes therapy is frowned upon or it's just taboo or I'm going to go to church. I'm going to pray. And I grew up in those same communities. Um, But what I've learned that it's just valuable to have a neutral voice. And so I chose to go back to therapy and it was Helpful just to have that neutral voice, someone to listen to me, someone to ask me questions, and to put some things in perspective because I would, in being burned out, I was overanalyzing, I was internalizing certain situations that really didn't have anything, you know, it, people weren't even seeing it the way that I was seeing it, but I'm replaying things in my mind. And so a lot of journaling, went back to therapy, and Being intentional about doing something for myself. And so sometimes I was just going to get ice cream. Sometimes that's making sure I drink my eight cups of water that day. You know, every time it looked very, very different. Um, But finding small things, because when you are a mom of little people, you don't get to just go on a vacation, a seven-day vacation. So, you know, in knowing that you may not get those opportunities, you have to find small pockets to keep your cup full and if that's just halfway for that day that's okay but making sure that you are trying something else that next day and so that's what I would do I would um just find days to be able to be present for myself
0: that's super helpful um to not only say like look I need to journal this I need to get some of this stuff out but to also um just say look I gotta talk to somebody get some extra support I had to do I did that before I got well when I got pregnant before I even had my son I was like man I'm going to therapy because I want to avoid um or at least know how to deal with postpartum if it was um like that whole period and be able to sort through my feelings and things like that and then I continued um even I just found a new therapist a couple weeks
1: ago because I was just like all right girl you you don't got it together yet (laughs) that's wise listen that is wise I listen I find it to be smart I find it to be important um I just wish more people saw the value in it. it it's it's life changing it's important and even and I know people that love to say well I'll just talk to my best friend best friend got stuff going on too (laughs) and And she and she may although she loves you and can give you solid advice she got her own things and you know someone that's um licensed and can help you with those things I just find it so it's just so important to me and I just try to find ways to let other people know like let your guard down it is okay to try therapy
0: (laughs) Yes, most definitely. I'm super glad that you brought that up. Um, I think that um, that also gives us some tools to help us work out our emotions. Um, and when we have these children and it changes how we view life, how we view the things that we thought we were going to do. And especially like in your case, having a surprise baby, you're going to hold up. Like you said, you're you know, wanting to be in control and you're going like, to so- hold up. Hold up. this is this wasn't the plan, this wasn't the plan. We're
1: gonna wait a little longer or whatever it was. And you're like, okay, well we're gonna do this. I, <laughs> I got another twist to this story. So I got the promotion, found out I was pregnant like maybe a month and a half after that. So no one knew I was pregnant. They give me the promotion, or I earned the promotion. And once they found out I'm pregnant, like I'm leading a conference with a thousand people, I'm in charge. And people are like, are you sure you should be here? Because I'm waddling at this point. Um, fast forward a year, no, fast forward 13 months from when I received the promotion, my team was let, my team and myself were let go. And so, Brenda, in that, I learned a lot about myself. So, you know, like a lot has happened. Like clearly if my first child was born in 2018, y'all, and I've had another child and got a promotion and lost the job all in two and a half years, a lot has happened in my life. And so losing my position um, this year, it was in 2020 or excuse me, it's 2021. Last year, losing my position was very challenging for me because I felt resentment because I went back to work with a twelve week old, then I went I came I got pregnant, then came back to work with an eight week old for them to dismiss me. (laughs) Right. It was it was just a lot to take in. And so I also went back to therapy to manage some of those feelings because and I also became I'm a real estate agent because I said no one's ever going to be able to dictate my schedule, no one's ever going to be able to choose the life that I live or what I do with my children. Although I made the decision to go back to work, I'll be honest, and I'm still working through my feelings of resentment. I just felt like I was very loyal to my organization, my school district, as a I was a senior level manager, like I'm doing work. Like I, I managed a $1.2 million budget for these people and you, <laughs> and you're letting me go. And I came back to work with two children. So I just felt with no performance issues. So it just felt, I felt like a victim and I had to change the narrative that I changed the narrative that I was sharing with myself that this needed to happen because my boys need to see mom pick herself up and do the things that she has to do, as well as have that flexibility in my in my career. I would have still been doing the same things of working for someone, working late hours, overworking myself to benefit another person. And so it's been life changing. And like I said, I'm still working through because people, you know, you might see someone (laughs) from the office. Um, But I just learned a lot about myself. And I am thankful now um, for the opportunity to build my own career and start out as an entrepreneur so that I can show my boys that you can have a bachelor's degree, you can have a master's degree, and you can be an entrepreneur. So I, I'm grateful for the opportunity. And I know that to whom much is given, much is required. And so I just walk in that. But girl, <laughs> y'all need to reach yeah. out to me. I got plenty of stories to share. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: good. I mean, because sometimes things happen and we don't understand why. We don't understand mm-hmm. what's going on. But just like, what in the world? How did... <laughs> I I didn't see that coming. Uh-huh. And when you have these little people, you have these people dependent on you. And yes, you have your husband, but in your mind, you're like, I did like what in the world? And you're having exactly to show you're yourself like, okay, I gotta bounce back. I gotta, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? So in your case, you chose to um become a real estate agent. And I think that's awesome. Thank you. So I know that you also have a blog and a brand. I love to hear more about that and how that meshes with your life as a mom and also, you know, balancing working and showing people houses and
1: all of that. Oh, my goodness. So, yes, I do. And so it's Liquid Gold Mama, everybody Um, on Instagram. Well, liquidgoldmama.com on the blog, but on Instagram it's liquidgoldmama underscore And so I am a breastfeeding advocate. Um, I have breastfed in the last three years um, over 26 months of breastfeeding. Uh, So uh, both boys were breastfed. Kyan was breastfed for 11 months and Cairo for hmm, maybe 15 months. So we just stopped recently. Um, And I initially started the blog because it was just so hard. Like, I was like, oh my God, like how are moms doing this and not getting any sleep and still breastfeeding and the baby's getting bigger and wanting these things. And I just felt like there was no one that looked like me or not enough people that look like me that were sharing what it was like. I feel like, um, black women tend to, uh, we, we, We wear a cape. We are super women. We can do everything. We don't get to cry. We don't get to feel sad. We don't get to be vulnerable um, in some spaces. Well, let me say this in too many spaces. And so I just wasn't finding a lot of women that I could relate to. They were sharing how difficult it is, but you can do it. And so that was my intent when I created Liquid Gold Mama blog. I just wanted to say like, I was pumping in the car while I was driving to work today and so uh, I I had four pumps, four breast pumps over the last two and a half years and have shared milk with family members as they weren't producing milk. Um, (laughs) I've pumped, (laughs) breast pumped in the airports, multiples. I've had my breast milk all bags opened in the airport going through TSA. I've had some good experiences with TSA, just one where they wanted to check all of my breast milk. I guess they thought I was smuggling drugs. But um, (laughs) I've had family members like, when you gonna stop breastfeeding? Um, And I'm like, what does it matter to you? And so um, it, I just feel that it was important for me to breastfeed the boys because of, of numerous reasons. But Breastfeeding the milk is what's best for them and for the children. And if you can, I feel like you should. And I also would also tell mothers, like, they would reach out to me, like, Jessica, I cannot continue to do this. I need to go back to work. And I always tell moms to choose themselves and do what, do the best that they can do. So, you know, if they were doing formula and breast milk, I still encourage that. So, never any shaming any moms that chose formula or just felt like it was too much. I just encourage moms to do what they can when they can. And if I could be of any support, I would do that. Um, but yes, uh, 20, 26 months of breastfeeding. So quite some time, I I have a little experience and I love to help other moms as they reach out to say like, how, how did you do this? And how did you do with two under two? Um, my first yeah. tip is, moms, don't try to breastfeed both of them at the same time if you have two the two.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot about tandem feeding and all of that, but I just had my one. I breastfed him for 14 months, I think I did, 14-ish months. Yeah. And then I was just like, all right. But I have similar stories. I had a work trip that I had to do, where we were gone for, I was there for, like, five five days, I think, five days, and I had to, I mean, and we do, like, service projects, so we're out and about these different places. I'm talking to people, like, all right, breastfed in a library conference room, <laughs> mm-hmm. in my car, in a van, in a U-Haul, um, <laughs> like, get it, huh? it was just, one of those things where it's like if you want to do it then you you try to find ways to do it and you make people respect it Mm -hmm. um that's what I found to be helpful is that because some people are afraid to talk to their employers about it and it's kind of like well if you want to do it oh yeah just just assume that it's not going to be okay and you just do it and then you work hard when you are, you know, still in between those three hours, you work hard and you do what you got to do. And then you do your little 15 minutes and then you get back to it. So, yeah, no, um, for sure, I definitely agree that it could it could be time consuming. It could be draining. It could be like, oh, my gosh. But it's definitely, you know, one of those things where it's worth it. And it's great when we can encourage other moms who feel down or get discouraged or anything about it to be like okay well here's some resources
1: here's what i could do
0: to help you here's some things that i did or here's some things that i heard somebody else did that helped them and just trying to support the best we can so i appreciate you know you sharing those stories because like you said a lot of times um we either have experiences that we don't want to share um our weaknesses but then also a lot of people are so private that Mm -hmm. they don't want to share what it is that they're doing so then people think that nobody around them is you know has dealt with it or has um experienced it before so
1: and that's too easy as a mom to flow in that isolation and Mm -hmm. and I feel like I caught myself doing that and I was like you know what there's no way I'm the only one so let's talk about it like yeah bringing it bringing it to the forefront and yeah. and you would you would think that it wouldn't be taboo anymore but um so many families don't support it because they just see it as a hassle i even had a, a, a elder she said oh you'll quit after 2 weeks yeah <laughs> i think that was more motivation for me to continue because i don't i don't want to just quit you know it i think it did push me a little bit her words um it just did. And, and it's too easy to flow in isolation. And so I do encourage moms. And I also had to speak up for myself when I went back to work because I was breastfeeding both times that I came back to work and uh, two different supervisors. And I let them know like, hey, this is what I'm gonna be doing. And I did accommodate myself because I got on a routine to where I, I would pump driving on my commute. So that helped me to be able to get through those first few hours. And I also accommodated myself by purchasing um, the Free Me Cups so that I could do it with a scarf over me and pump at my desk and still be able to continue to work without having to go into the um, nursing room. But that was just that was for my convenience, not for their comfortability. That was for me because I had stuff to do. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It's, um, you know, making a way sometimes. So, uh, if anybody's listening to this and is pregnant and wants to try it again, or, um, or is thinking about another baby, just, uh, make sure you go out and research and reach out to people because we're here to support. If this is what you choose to do, not forcing you to do it, but if you want to do it, know that it can be possible and that there are folks out there who were able to work and breastfeed at the same time so just want to encourage any listeners out there who are just like mm, not for me but they're definitely resources and i'll share a couple of facebook groups that i'm familiar with in yes the um in the show notes after um when this goes live so you'll get some of those resources and we'll also share um uh, jessica's information as well um so <laughs> So, you adjusted. So, let's put this together here. So, uh-huh. you had your baby, and then you um, were working, and you went ahead and you got a promotion. You earned a promotion. Then, you got pregnant with the next one. Then, you worked <laughs> for a couple months, and then you ended up losing your job. And then, you decided to become a real estate agent. And in between time, you also started a blog. So, How are you feeling now as you navigate working um, with your children as a real estate agent? Um, And what uh, advice would you give to other moms?
1: Yeah, uh, great question. I feel (laughs) constantly like there is more to do. Um, I would definitely share with other moms that sometimes the laundry... It's going to sit there and you have other things that you are going to have to prioritize. Um, But I feel very proud of myself to be able to keep moving, keep forward. Uh, COVID truly helped me to be able to have more time with the boys since everything was remote, which really worked out for me. Um, I don't try to take them to show houses, but I have that flexibility if I would like to. But anyone who knows a two-year-old, that doesn't always work out. Um, I would just say to moms, those of you that are listening, um, give yourself grace. That is always first and foremost. Um, do everything that you can. I also would encourage you to ask for help. Uh I know sometimes we feel like we have to live on this island alone. Um, Reach out to someone that you can trust. Um, And if you feel like you don't have anyone like that, I understand. Um, But sometimes you'll be surprised who would be willing. And I feel like as a mom, no request is too silly, especially if you have other moms other friends that are moms or family members that are moms. So no matter what your request may be, if that's because you need to run to the store because you want to go to the grocery store by yourself, ask for an hour. Um, Even if the baby's sleeping and you just need to run out because you need that for your sanity, ask for that. Um, If you need to ask for, I don't know, whatever you need, if that's a pedicure, if that is, you just need someone to help you come fold clothes because you feel like you just can't do it because you're not getting enough sleep, um, ask for help. Um, I think that's so important because sometimes our pride gets in the way and we think, well, my grandma did it by herself or my auntie had to do it by herself. And we stay on that struggle bus and comparing ourselves to another mother who we didn't want her to struggle, but she did. And we don't have to compare ourselves to that. I think that um, the best advice I could give is to be open to asking for help and knowing that you don't have to do it alone and that was
0: a whole word a whole word talking about don't stay on the struggle bus people If you don't have to
1: be on the struggle bus don't stay on it (laughs) don't stay on it don't don't I had to get off I mean me me getting off the struggle bus was going to therapy but I know that that looks different that was me asking for help and I know it looks different for everybody but yeah ask for help
0: I love it so is there anything that you would like to share about what you have going on that you would love for our listeners
1: to know? Yes, uh, I'm still a breastfeeding advocate, although that I've stopped breastfeeding because. Listen, toddlers are a lot. <laughs> um, but please feel free to check out my Instagram. It is liquid gold mama underscore. I also have my real estate page. So if you happen to be listening to this and you are in North Carolina or South Carolina, I am licensed in both states. Um, DM me, message me. Love to talk, love to communicate. Um, you can also find me on Clubhouse. Um, but yeah, just I, I'm just an open book and very willing to share encouragement and shed light where uh, mom may be feeling discouraged.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Jessica. I really appreciate you um, coming to the podcast and sharing your story. I think it'll resonate with a lot of people. So I appreciate you and thank you.
1: Thank you. I'm so happy we
0: got to do this. Wasn't that awesome? I am so excited that Jessica was able to join us this week for the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I especially love that she was open enough to share the conflicting feelings that she had, Um, you know, even going into having that second child so close and like what in the world is happening and then getting laid off too, man, I am just uh, inspired by her just switching it up and saying, you know what, I'm gonna do something different, but be a real estate agent. Uh, And I'm going to share her information in the show notes. Uh, If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe uh, on your podcast platform. Also, if you can leave a review, or send us five stars, let us know that you like what you heard. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Moms Hustle Different, and you can also uh, find me at Moms dot com. Again, this was a great uh, episode, and I'm so happy that I was able to hang out with you guys again for another week. So, see you again next week on Moms Hustle Different.